In 2013, Brene Brown was interviewed by Oprah, and she said, Joy is the most vulnerable emotion we experience. And if you cannot tolerate joy, what you do is you start dress rehearsing tragedy. Dress rehearsing tragedy, she explains, is imagining something bad is going to happen when in reality nothing is wrong. She continues, How many of you have ever stood over your child while they're sleeping and thought, oh my God, I love you, and then pictured something horrific happening? Or woke up in the morning and thought, oh my gosh, job's going great, parents are good, this can't last. Hi, everybody. Welcome to D-20. I'm Brune, and in 20 days, I am going to start hiking a portion of the Camino Sciatica Free not only that, but I will be free from 10 years of chronic pain in my lower back. Today, I want to talk about what I just said, joy as being the most vulnerable emotion we experience. And I want to reference uh, two books, uh, two, two ideas that uh, are from two different books. The, the first one is the idea of the idea of the upper limit problem by Gay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. It's sort of connected to this thing that Brene Brown said that when we feel joy, we pretty quickly our subconscious or nervous system tells us, wait, this can't last. Let's let's worry. Um, let's go back into worry. That's safer. That's because it's just not safe to be that happy. And Gay Hendricks says something similar: is that whenever we something really good happens to us, then we are going to create a situation that is going to bring us back into the status quo, into a level of happiness that we are used to, that we are comfortable with, and above which we feel unsafe, we feel at risk. I'm thinking about this specifically today because I think that's what's been one of the things that's been happening to my body with my chronic pain is that um, there are two reasons why I get sciaticas in my, <laughs> or at least that's my understanding. Um, or rather, the sciaticas um, usually for me have been triggered by either emotional stuff that's going on in my life um, or yeah carrying something and t that's too heavy and not being mindful of my body and then just just effort that's t that's uh, putting a strain on my body on my lower back so the the situation that I want to talk about is the first one is uh, when it's emotional stuff and I think also that 
my brain is really good at triggering pain whenever something feels too good to be true or just feels too good because I don't know it's what I've been used to or it just feels dangerous to feel that free and that joyful and so when I came across um, Brené Brown's interview that I referenced at the beginning of the episode, uh, it made so much sense. And so today, this morning, I was at my co-writing space, I was working on an article, and I was feeling great because I was doing what I love most, or one of the things that I love most is it was writing and focusing on something and just It, it's something that I really enjoy and and I started to feel my lower back uh, be a bit tense um, and so thanks to my friend who had mentioned oh do you talk uh, do you who had asked me do you talk to parts of your body when they hurt I, I did just that I was like oh, okay what's going on and, but also I Uh, I told my lower back, you're fine, I'm, I'm having a good time, but everything is fine. And so I try to, whenever I experience joy, I try to fully, to fully um, feel it with my whole body and to, so that I send a signal to my body to get more and more comfortable with joy as time goes by. And I try to reassure, to teach my nervous system that it's safe to feel better and better and better and better. The second book that I wanted to mention, it's actually not about like the whole book, it's about an idea in the book. I've been reading this book that's really, really good for me. It's called How to Grow Your Small Business by Donald Miller. I really... Um, It's, it's been really helpful and at the beginning um, he talks about there's a chapter about leadership that's step one because um, the sorry the tagline uh, of his book is a six-step plan to help your business take off okay this will make sense with the topic of, chron of my chronic pain I want to yeah uh, just mention that uh, All throughout those episodes, I, I am really just talking about my experience and my choice, uh, my beliefs, my and I'm not trying to give advice to anyone. I'm just trying to be vulnerable with my experience and um, get some support <laughs> and accountability and joy and um, yeah. So he, um, in this chapter about leadership, the first chapter, Uh, it says step one, become a business on a mission. And he talks about the importance of creating a specific a mission statement for your business that is very specific uh, and tied to financial goals and other things. And he talks about the concept of opening a story loop. Okay, here's what he says. It's three short paragraphs. Um, I think it will make sense 
<laughs> because I think that's what I've been doing with this adventure of getting ready for the Camino and also other things. Okay, he says, to inspire your team, open a story loop. If we want our teams to unite around a mission, we have to open a story loop in their minds that can only be closed if we accomplish that, that mission. Another problem with vague mission statements is that they fail to open a story loop. When you tell a story, the listener pays close, close attention to find out if, in fact, the hero will disarm the bomb or the man will marry the woman. Until the story is resolved, they feel and enjoy a slight uneasiness that causes them to pay attention until their sense of peace is restored. This discomfort is a mild form of cognitive dissonance. A story then works like a puzzle. The mind sees disarray and wants to put things together in the right order. And when it does, we experience a sense of relief. The desire to close a story loop is called narrative traction. Ooh, I love that. Narrative traction is the point at which we get interested in a story. Here's why this matters for our businesses. When our mission statements creates, uh, statement creates narrative traction, team alignment and productivity increase because we and our team get to work to close the story loop. And he goes on to give examples. But so I think that's what I've been doing. Uh, my, my, my story loop is that basically in 20 days, I will be sciatica free uh, and also free from chronic pain. And then Um, he talks about the fact that the team uh, is going to try to reverse engineer from that goal, uh, from that mission, mission statement. And so that's what I'm doing. So I figured if, you know, what do I have to do to be sciatica free with, even if it sounded even to me like completely wild, but I could, uh, decide what's going to happen in the future it's not exactly that but anyway so um yeah i picture myself you know i visualize myself being sciatica free on the first day of the hike and and then also like all throughout the hike um and so what do i have to do i have to first um get free from the pain that i've been experiencing since the in the last few weeks that was pretty uh, intense Uh, so I have to get help, I have to stay open to receiving help and so on, the things I mentioned yesterday and uh, yeah, every, every episode uh, before that. And also, I, then I have to train and, and then I have to, when uh, I have to be very mindful of all my movements, um, so to even, even if, even after I am free from chronic pain i want to be still very mindful of everything i feel and um, in my body and i want to be mindful that the my discs will probably always have the shape that they have right now and that they've had for the last almost 10 years um, which means i am at risk of that um, hurting again uh, but if i pay great great attention to um to what to how i uh, 
you know, to bending my knees when I tried to grab something um, on a coffee table, for example, or to, I have to be mindful to just, if I, if I, if I have to carry groceries, whatever it is, I, um, you know, just be careful, <laughs> have to be careful. And also I have to be super mindful of all the thoughts that go through my mind because And, and I, um, it's like I'm, I'm cutting myself off. It's, it's hilarious. So um, this morning it happened. I was, um, the, the thing about the upper limit and, and, the, and the worry thought that happens because I was feeling joy uh, happened like several times. And the reason why I was able to spot those moments and those thoughts uh, is because I've been meditating pretty seriously um, recently in the last few weeks and months. Um, not, a, not for a long time uh, and not every, every day, but uh, 15 to 30 minutes uh, and almost every day. I, it makes a huge difference and it allows me to be really conscious throughout the day. You know about meditation, I'm not going to tell you more about that. Uh, but um, yeah, so those things have been really helpful to have a, to open a story loop, uh, which is what I did when I started this mini series, and then to be very mindful throughout the day of all of my thoughts, and then to teach my body to that it's safe to experience joy and to sort of anchor those feelings of joy and safety um, many times during the day. That's my strategy. So far it feels good and that's what I wanted to talk about today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for being here. And I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you tomorrow, actually. Bye for now.